actually, I actually submitted my Snow Bears fanfic to English. Really? For, for the creative writing, oh but I changed the names so I wouldn't be sued. And Damn. my teacher was like, I really love this character, Roman, and that is Baz. So really? No way. My English teacher is a Baz stan. Hello and welcome to Snow Bears, a podcast where we talk all about snow bears. Today, I am here with Amber. Hello. One of my friends from school. So, this is round two. So, we have discussed this before because last time, everything went terrible. It was bad. But anyway... It was just such a funny podcast episode. It was just, it didn't work. Amber's voice just broke the microphone. It's so amazing. Yeah. All right. So we start with chapter 15, Simon's POV. And I call these chapters Simon's Descent into Madness because Simon is freaking out. Because Baz isn't there for class. Mm. Oh my gosh. So, they have Greek with the Minotaur, half man, half bull, which last time I was very confused by this because the Minotaur, traditionally, the top half is the bull. So, like, does the bull head speak English? No, it speaks Greek. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I know. Yeah, okay, the bull speaks Greek. Good for the bull. Or is it like... Or was it like the centaur from Percy Jackson? Oh no, the goat guy. From, you know Percy Jackson, the goat yeah, guy? Yeah, of Maybe course I know Percy Jackson. Mm. What's his name in the Harvard's name? But he was like half goat. Grover. Yeah. Ah, he was cool. His legs freaked me out as a child. Really? It was scary, man. I always thought he was kind of. Wait, this is weird for me to say, but movie Grover was kind of cute. With those little shaggy goat legs. I'll probably cut that out. That was weird. (laughs) Was, like, his bottom half all goat or just his legs? Oh, Amber, what are you insinuating (laughs) here? What are you insinuating here? (laughs) Okay, so we get the first mention of Baz's first name. Because the Minotaur's calling out the role, and he says, Tyrannus Basilton Grimpitch. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Ah, what a name. (laughs) Such a cool name. But it was funny. Last time, as I was editing, I remember this old joke you said. What did I say? You were like, they might as well have called him Stegosaurus Rosemary Day. (laughs) I mean... It makes sense, because why would, is Tyrannus, like, a... Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. Uh, so funny. When is it set? Like, what time period? This is a modern-ish book. <sighs> when was it published? Let me check. I was going to say, it'd be set in the... Cre- cre- <laughs> I got the, uh-huh. the dinosaur period. <laughs> I think it was published in, like, 2015. It oh, doesn't good. say in my copy, though. So, it's pretty modern. Anyway, Baz is also not in political science. 
And Simon says he thinks Baz takes political science because he's going to try and reclaim the throne one day. I mean, before the mage, the pitchers ran everything, and they're the closest thing the world of mages has to a royal family. Wait, are they like vampires or just like normal people? Just Baz is the vampire. He's special. Uh, okay. Is this, oh, no, his mum's not vampire either, is he? Is she? No. His ah. mum was bitten by a vampire, and then she died. Oh, shit. Yeah. Jeez. It's pretty cool. Baz is like the prince of the world. The darkness. Prince of darkness. Because Baz's mum was the headmistress before the mage was. And apparently, being a headmistress made her like the most important person in the world of mages. It's like... Why, when you're the principal of a school, are you, like, a supreme ruler? It's like, the Wasn't principal it? has all the power. Wasn't that, like, Dumbledore, though? And Harry Potter? I guess it's kind of true. What is it with these magical worlds and, like, making the principal of their high school? True. <laughs> like, the most powerful person. Yeah, because that was Dumbledore, because he was, like, extremely powerful. But Yeah. It's cool, though. Craggy. Yeah. Imagine if it was that cool. Oops, I should cut that out. Imagine if our principal was the Prime Minister of New Zealand, as well as um, being our principal. I would actually go, oh my god, I would not vote for you. No way! Sorry to throw shade on our principal, but... No. I don't care. Apparently, the portraits of the previous headmasters of Watford looks like the Pitch family tree, which is funny. That's kind anyway. of ironic. Imagine going to school and it's just like a whole family tree on the wall. You'd be like, ah, there's my great-great-grandfather. Yeah, that'd be kind of awkward, like, going to school and, like, your mum's face is just, like, this giant portrait on the wall. Or, like, other students are looking at it and it's like, ah, oh, damn it, I hated that old principal. And then you go, <gasps> that was my grandma, but okay. Oh, no, yeah. that'd be so awkward. Oh. I would die of awkwardness if that was me. Oh, my God. I would be one of those people who, like, walks past a portrait of, like, this grandfather and goes, ew. And then the person behind me would be like, that's my grandfather. And I'd be like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I'd be like, oh, if someone said that to me, and they're like, I'm like, ew. And then um, they're like, that was my granddad. And I'm like, oh, I see it now. <laughs> that's such a good roast. I know. Whoa. I really wanted to say that to someone now. Someone not nice, of course. My grandpa's not in the war school, so you can't say it to me. <sighs> Sad. Mm-mm. Baz's mum's death changed everything. It's what brought the mage into power, because when the humdrum killed her, everyone saw that the world of mages had to change, and so the mage was elected in an emergency meeting. Which is not good, because the mage sucks. But Simon thinks the mage is doing a pretty good job because no one has died on school grounds since then. So he, you know, the mage is yeah. doing okay. But that's not true. There's a conspiracy, but I oh. will not say spoilies. No. In political science, they had to write an essay on the mage's ascent to power. And Baz did something cool because he wrote one that, like, practically called for a revolt his essay just slammed the mage no he didn't ah so cool he's just so cool 
Which is the one with the wait? Is Simon the one with the wing? Yeah. Uh, what is? Is he just got wing? Wing. He's part dragon. He's got dragon wings and a dragon tail. Wow. Yeah. He must have a ginormous. You know what? <laughs> Why? How does that apply? Because <gasps> he's part dragon. Okay. What? You know. You think what you want to think. I will. So, even Simon admits that he thought that Baz writing that essay was pretty brave. Because he, like, demanded that the mage step down. And I'm like, wow. Wow. Good for you, Baz. Mm -hmm. Because Baz, like, expresses his family's politics very openly. And this confuses Simon for some reason. So... Anyone who can speak with magic is allowed into the school. And Simon thinks Baz is bitter because if his mum was still alive, he could have, like, anything he wanted at school because his mum was the old headmaster. And, like, his own room and stuff. Stuff. Wow. It's kind of salty. Yeah, Baz is quite stuck up. A bit not the best, but Mm. he's classy. Uh Oh. Wow, that changes everything. (laughs) Then Simon thinks that he shouldn't think like that because he knows it's awful that Baz's mum died. And then Simon's freaking out about Baz being missing. So he corners Neil, Baz's friend. And do you remember this part? Is this the small guy? Yeah. Simon asks where Baz is and Neil is just like, your dick haven't seen it. Have you asked Eb? And I'm like, what the? Wow. Ugh, so weird. I'm... Oh, yeah, because he says, where is he? And then Neil says, your dick. He reminds me, you know, have you seen Hercules? Uh, I have, but I don't really remember it. Do you remember, like, the small goat guy? Yeah. Reminds me of that. <laughs> I don't know. Why? Just, it's off the same vibes. <laughs> Ah, uh, Neil. It's just so unnecessary. Mm. Oh, wow. A bit wrecked. It's a weird thing to say to someone. Ah, uh, Neil's a bit sus. Sus. Does he come up again in, like, the next books or anything? Uh, he's mentioned, but I'm pretty sure this is, like, the only time he speaks in the whole three book really? series. Yeah. Damn. He's a minor character. Sad. He should be major. Justice for Neil. You should write a fanfic about Neil. Why? Uh, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> let's do it. Woohoo! So, Neil tries to get past Simon, but Simon stops him. So he is like, why do you care? And Simon says he cares because Baz is his roommate. And he says, if he's planning something, I'll find out. So now Simon is building up to his full freak out. He's very antsy. And Penny suggests that Baz might still be on holiday. And Agatha agrees. But Simon's like, Baz wouldn't miss school. He cares too much about it. And nobody argues because Baz has always been top of the class. He's smart as well. What more could you want? And... He's a big old nerd. Oh, wow. Loki. <laughs> he reminds me of Loki. Yeah, he does. Mm. 
And I love Loki. Explains a lot. It really does. The Penny used to be Baz's competition, but Simon's like drama eventually affected her grade. So Damn. now Baz be smartest. Damn. Sad. That's a big L. So then Penelope says maybe the pictures have decided to get serious about the war and take Baz out of school. But Agatha says, I don't think Baz has dropped out. And then Penelope's like, Penelope. Penelope? <laughs> Who's Penelope? <laughs> I was trying to say Penelope. <laughs> I said Penelope. Penelope. That's a weird name. Penelope. Penelope's a nice name. Penelope, not so much. Sounds like hand. <laughs> Penelope asks if Baz told Agatha anything. Because it's weird that Agatha was like, he won't have dropped out of school. And then Simon gets offended when Penny says that Agatha knows Baz better than him. Scandalous. Yeah. And then Simon says, Baz never said anything to him to make him think he'd miss a year of making him miserable. And then Penny mutters, he doesn't even have to be here to do that. <gasps> no. I know, shade. Mm. And that makes Simon mad, even though he was thinking the exact same thing yesterday. In the chapter before, he was like, Baz doesn't even have to be here to make me sad. And I'm like, wow. Oh, how dare he? Baz is just so powerful. Mm. Even when he's not there, he yeah. sets the vibe. Damn. And so Simon goes to leave, and then Penny says something along the lines of, don't be mad at us just because you're confused. Which, Ooh. like, she knows that mm. Simon's got a bit of a crush on Baz. Damn. And then she throws shade at Agatha. That's what my notes say. But I can't remember what she did. Neither. But anyway, I'm sure it was oh. cool. Shady. Shady lady. Mm-hmm. And then Simon says he can't enjoy having the room to himself because he misses Baz. Wow. Why doesn't he just accept it? He has a whole room to himself. Yeah. You should just, like... Throw Baz's bed out the window, rearrange, he'd have way more, way more space. Mm, and he can practice his dragon. Yeah! Ugh. Come on, Simon. Just be like, yay, he's gone. But he can't be like, he loves him. He can just go like, oh, he's gone. Oh well. Yeah, That's if fun. he didn't turn up to school and we were roommates, I'd be like, oh well, let's clear <laughs> out his stuff. Uh, in the bed he goes. <laughs> Not two days? Oh, oh well, she might be sick. Oh well, she's moved out. Yeah, I wouldn't question it. I'd just be like, she's dropped out. Are you Probably. drinking something? I'm drinking water. I can hear you slurping. <laughs> <laughs> nice it's... ASMR. Sorry. <laughs> no, I can't <laughs> Some people uh, like that kind of thing. They like listening to people eat and drink. I was chewing my cookie, so if anyone heard me drink the chewing. I didn't actually really hear you chewing. Just the drinking. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> so now we're on to chapter 16. Ooh. Still Simon's POV. 
and Baz is still not at school. And where is he? Or is that a spoiler? It's a spoiler, but I can say, because this is sort of a spoiler podcast. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Wait a second. First up, you should guess. The moon. Uh, no. <laughs> um, and like some forest. Or he's been kidnapped. <gasps> he has! Has he? Oh my god. Oh my gosh, look at you go. I'm such a good person. Wow, you're a prophet. Yeah, he has been kidnapped. Guess who kidnapped him? The maid. <gasps> Ever, have you been reading ahead? He was kidnapped by the maid. I knew it. Oh my god. There's this anime um, I've been watching. Well, I like Sound Season 2. And one of the characters got kidnapped by a rival gang. Ooh. And it's like their office. It's like herbivores and like, um, like not only, like carnivores. And it's like a carnival gang. And he's like a herbivore deer. And he fully got like kidnapped by them. And then like, you're like, in the last season, you're like, oh, he's dead. It was cliffhanger. And then next season comes up. He's the head of the carnivore gang <gasps> what a plot twist i know oh I'm like, my what God. i thought you ate him but no okay, that's <laughs> completely different it's a very violent show oh <laughs> count me out then mm-hmm. i've had to like skip some of the movie nights oh my because God. the movies sound too scary for me last night's movie was really boring but it was pretty gruesome oh it was the ted bundy one so. Yeah, that one sounded too scary. I was like, I'll pass on that one. It was gruesome, man. Ooh. It was like, you know, decapitations everywhere. Oh, my God. Oh, man. It was good, though. That was all right. Anyway. Oh, so now we get on to the most tragic part of the book. <gasps> no. Simon says that someone has replaced Baz on the football team. No. No. Baz and his football is gone from our lives. Damn. So sad. So Simon trails Dev and Neil, Baz's friends, but he gives up after a while. And so he knows he should be happy, but he says Baz's absence just feels wrong. Damn. And then he says Baz is indelible. I'm gonna Google what that means. I have no idea what that means. What the, I have no idea what that means. Me neither. Time to Google. You know, this was, I was thinking: Is Baz's like body like buff because he's on the football? Was he like you know smaller? Well, actually, there was a debate about this that I've seen on Pinterest for some reason. Rainbow Rao, the author of the book, was like, "It is canon that Baz does not have abs." And then all these fangirls were like, no, why can't he have abs? No, I can imagine him like, as, like, you know, like, not expecting to be on the football field. But no, I can imagine him having abs. You know who I can imagine having abs? Who? Simon. Of course. I, I imagine him being this, like, really buff guy, perfect hair, like, I mean, it's, like, orangey, it's, like, strawberry blonde. Yeah. And, like, red wings, red tail. He would wear, like, light blue denim jeans, like a white shirt. Wow, that's basically how he looks on the cover of the second book. Really? Oh, my gosh, I have to give it this way. You're so good at this. Oh, yeah, Google it. And I found out what indelible means. What does it mean? It means making marks that cannot be removed or 
not able to be forgotten. Yeah. Wow, Baz. Good for you. Simon, mm -hmm. you're indelible. Have you found it? No. The wife is not working, but oh well. Okay, we'll continue on. So, it's three weeks into term. Simon is walking by the football pitch expecting to see Baz, as you would. And he doesn't. So, <gasps> no. I know, so sad. So he goes to speak with Ed, who's the goat herd. She takes care of the goats. Ed. Ed is crying. But Simon says she cries a lot because her brother died when they were young and she never really got over it. Oh, my Poor gosh. Ed. Poor guy. So... Simon tells Ed about how Baz is missing. They have a conversation, which I didn't write in my notes because I was getting lazy. But disappointed. I'm gonna see if I can find it in the book. Oh, I did. So Simon's like, "I don't miss Baz. He tried to kill me," and it says, "Not successfully. Not recently." And she's like defending Baz. And then that's kind of the end of the conversation. Wow, great combo. Two now, two. <laughs> Thanks. Six weeks passed. And then one day, Simon sees the mage heading to his office in the weekly tower. So he follows him. And then we get a little bit of exposition on the humdrum and how he creates dead spots, which is the humdrum like sucks magic out of the air. Wow, pretty graphic. Yeah, and Simon says when you're in them, for magicians, it's like being in a room without air, and that's how the humdrum got its name. So everyone's like, the name, the humdrum is really dumb. But it's not dumb. The origin of the name makes sense. It should be Soul Sucker. Oh, actually, yeah, that's a better name. <laughs> it's a bit... Don't, no, don't use that as a name. Because the book says, one of the first magicians to encounter the holes said they were like an insidious humdrum, a mundanity that creeps into your very soul. So that's why they called it the humdrum. So Simon goes into the tower and he describes it and he's like, there's a domed ceiling with a mural of Merlin on it. Mm. And that makes me think of Merlin from the BBC show. I've never seen that show. Google it right now. Google Merlin BBC and imagine that Merlin on your ceiling. Nice and big. My Wi-Fi's a bit slow, so it's like not working. Oh, never I'm mind. Kind of mad about it. It's okay. It's probably like a random creature going like, <laughs> No, he's like a young boy with a bowl cut. And oh, but, get rid of it. <laughs> get rid of it. And he wears a little red scarf around his neck. I used to love Merlin. It was such a good show. Okay, not the I character. I still do love it. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, spell cuts, not a vibe. Well, Brad so... Anything can be better than a bowl cut. <laughs> so... That's and it's mullet. Actually, the mullet was growing on me the other day. I was asking yeah. if he's going to cut it again. And he said, yeah. So. 
bowl cut, never. Yeah. River bowl cut, get rid of it now. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to be the 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> oh! Or you want to be edgy. You know, you're making a statement. Who's edgy with the bowl cut? Mike, why? <laughs> if someone <laughs> tried to jump me with a bowl cut, I would just laugh. Oh. No, no joke. Legit. I'll be walking the street and then it's like, I'm gonna rob you. And he's got a bowl cut. I'll be like, ah, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> and he'd probably be like, sorry, ma'am. And yeah. walk away. You know who I always, whenever someone says bowl cut, yeah. do you remember Diary of a Wimpy Kid? Yeah. What was his friend's name? Uh, The friend, not the main oh. guy. Rowley or? Yeah. Rowley? It was something like that. But remember him in the movies? Yeah. And he had, like, the brightest bowl cut. Ever. Yeah. Remember? I Fine. do. That's whatever I think of. Oh, man. Just... <sighs> Gives me nightmares bowl cuts. Okay. <laughs> Ever's worst fear. It's bowl cut. cut. It is terrifying. Uh, so, Simon goes inside the mage's office, and the mage isn't there. So he leaves him a note, which I'll find in the book. I was so lazy with my notes when I wrote these. Mm. Okay, this is what it says. Uh, I'd like to talk to you when you have a moment about everything. About my roommate. About his health. Sorry, I'm interrupting. Oh, it's fine. It's like therapy for him. Then he adds in brackets, T. Basilton Groompitch, and then he signs it. Simon. And then... Miss Postbelf sees him writing the note. She's the Dean of Students and Simon's favourite teacher. She kind of sounds like a McGonagall ripoff. I love McGonagall. Yeah, me too. She's so cool. Are they making a movie into this? I can't remember. They're not. I what? wish they were. No. It would be such a good movie. It would be. You should do that in the future. Write the movie. Oh, yeah. I should just become a director. Would you like to play Eb, the goat herd? Uh, sure. <laughs> Is Eb the one who, like, looks a bit, like, you know, um, you know, you know that's how yeah. you yeah. Uh, no. I want to look cute. I'll play, um... Agatha? Yeah, her. She is with Simon until they break up. Sounds good. Yeah. Wait, cool. is Simon the one I like? Yeah. <gasps> yeah, I'll be her. <laughs> that also does become a goat herd in the third book and she gets girlfriend in the third book i mean i stand her iconic simon asks miss possibel about baz and she says they contacted his parents and they are aware baz isn't in school (laughs) so that's good i guess you mean parent yeah Oh, Amber. His mum died. I can't believe he has a stepmom. Oh. But, like, oh. That Does was he have sad. a stepbrother? No. He has a stepsister. Oh. Mordelia. That's a cool And actually, he does have a stepbrother. Forgive me. What's his name? I don't know. Disappointing. Yeah, that's bad of me. I apologise, listeners. I should know. She should know. I only know his name from the fanfic that's really popular, Rebel Rebel, in which he is called Magnus, but I don't think that's his canon name. 
Så det är Magnus. Magnum. Magnus. Magnum. Vad är sin Magnum. Decided. Uh, uh, Rainbow Vale can contact me for the check. <laughs> yeah. Postbell says she'll tell Simon if she learns more. Simon goes to leave and she tries to pat his arm but he keeps walking. <gasps> That's he... so rude. Well, he says it's really awkward. Ah. Uh, and it sounds awkward. Real cringe moment. Pet, pet. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to pet. Wouldn't like it be anyone. weird if a teacher tried to pat you on the arm? Ah, uh, a few teachers have patted me on the arm. Oh, wow. I know. I don't know why, but it was kind of freaky. That is kind of freaky. But no. It looked like in primary was... school. Yeah, yeah. They don't that's... do it in high school because that's just weird. Yeah. And gross. <laughs> <laughs> so Simon goes and lets off some steam in the woods. He hacks out a tree with his sword. And that's the end of the chapter. Does he just have a sword in his pocket or is he like carrying it the whole time? Uh, It's a magical sword, so... Like, it's just sort of not existing. It's like a pen. He... Yeah, kind of. Until he says the spell and then it appears. Uh, yeah. Damn. So that's pretty witchcraft. Cool. That is a witchcraft. So, now we just need to do our segments and then we'll be all done. Yeah. Okay. The first one is... Top sexual tension moment. Um, the conversation with Neil. <laughs> yeah, that's the top one. It has the dick word in it, so <laughs> obviously it's the top one. There's not much going on, so we just yeah. have to use that. And then top tears moment, so the saddest moment. Um, when time walks past the football field and bears is at the end. I 100% agree. That's kind of sad. It's so sad. Sad yeah. for me anyway, because I love bears and football, like, together. That's such a good combo. Is it, like, what type of... Is it American football, or is it... Uh, uh, British football. Oh, British. Oh, uh, okay, makes sense. Because I was thinking, like, the American football for a while. Uh, I'm like, oh. But no. Makes no. sense. Bears and football, as good as PB&J. Is there like is there like a football montage in the film? Oh. I mean, not in the other books. No, but let me tell you, if I ever make this into a film, I will have a football montage, and it'll be really long. It'll just be Baz running around on that pitch, scoring goals. It's a great idea. Thank you, Amber. You're welcome. I will be accepting my check in my mailbox <laughs> tonight. <laughs> tonight. Yeah. Uh, be there or be square. Could you give me like 10 years to earn some money and then I will give you the check? Okay, I'll be expecting it. Okay, I'll get a call from you in 10 years like, where's my check? And the movie comes out, alright, so I should get my check for this, this and this. <laughs> All my ideas. Well, you'll be in the movie, so... I'll get my check anyway. Yeah. That'd be iconic. Uh, MVP, so... The best person in this chapter. Um, I feel like it's not going to be Simon Soz because he's a bit of an emo in this chapter. 
Yeah, and he was being a bit over the top, like mm. stalking Devin Neal. That wasn't necessary. Mm. Got a bit, you know, curt with Penelope and Agatha. Yeah, a bit rude. Yeah. I'm going to go Penelope. Yeah, Penelope was good. She was the reasonable person this chapter. She threw some shade, which is mm. good. Mm. So now, predictions from the guest. Oh, uh, okay. What do you think is going to happen next? I think uh, Simon's going to, like, stumble upon, like, bears and, like, chains. <gasps> and he's oh. going to be like, oh, my God, I found you. Where have you been? <laughs> what are you doing? And Bears is going to be like, get me out of these chains now. And then oh, something else no. might happen. I don't know. As soon as you said bears and change, my mind went somewhere, you know? Uh, I was just thinking him, like, you know, like, in the medieval times where they, like, hung up? Yeah. I was just thinking that. I don't know what you're thinking, man. Get hit out of the gutter. <laughs> no. Crikey. Not like that. I'm not gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just thought, like, that scene had the potential to be steamy. I'm glad you turned it around. Thank goodness I did. Yeah. Well, am I right? You... Am I right? Am I right? Or do I have to just find out? Uh, you'll have to find out. Damn. Sorry. Oh, a bit more. And then, like, after Simon finds him, there's going to be, like, the humdrum thing. That's yeah. like, is it a worm? <laughs> it sounds like a worm, but it's not. <coughs> Weird. It's like a ghosty type apparatus-y thing. Okay. But the humdrum's gonna like find him and he's gonna like have a fight. You know, Ooh. it's gonna be like a big duel. And Bez is just gonna be like dying. Yeah. You know? That sounds fun. I'd like that. Make that into a film scene? Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, I will tell you the chains scene is not in this book. What? But, you know, poetic license when we're making the movie. Mm. Maybe we could add that in. Yeah, and you have to make sure he looks like, like he's dying. Yeah, it's the effect. Uh-huh. Mm. He can be having blood dripping from his, like, underneath the chains because they're, like, cutting into him, you know? Oh, yeah. And Ooh. he can have, like, bruises on his face. Oh, this is going to be quite dark. We've It's going to be, like, an R18 movie. No, no, no. Like, you remember, do you remember when Loki was, like, captured? Yes. And how his hair was, like, all gross? Yeah. That's what I imagine him. Like, oh, yes, and he's all depressed in his little cage. Yeah. Wow, so smart. Perfect. Good visionary. I know. Just so smart. <laughs> wow. And then the last thing is my thick Rick. I think what I recommended last time was I Really Like Your Company by Sour's Cherry Scone Baby. Mm. If I've recommended that twice, I am sorry. So to make up for it, I'll just say read anything by Basic Bathsheba. Bathsheba. Such a good writer. Well, thank you so much for coming on the pod, Amber. It's my pleasure. It was very fun. I like imagining Simon. <laughs> we, we were actually quite gross this chapter. I apologise, listeners. I didn't mean to. It was all Grace's fault. It was all my fault. <laughs> Shit, her mind's in the gutter. I gotta get it out. It's because, you know, lockdown. 
There's not much to do except read the fanfic. And you know, the fanfic sometimes gets a bit dodge. Mm. I just sign off. Bye. Forgetting to do the out, like the goodbye slogan, which is keep that bazitude. Bye, everybody, and thank you, Amber. You're the best.